You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 85 of the People's Podcast. Baby, it's the pie for me. Mm-hmm. It's the pie for me. Show mm-hmm. yeah. Way we coming through your speaker so freely. Oh. Tune in. Hello, Joe. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, welcome fellow Negroes and friends. This is the 85th episode of the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. Thank you to 15 Minutes of Fame for having us once again. Shout out to Hey. I am here. My name is your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey guys, it's the Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy HJ on the mic. Yep, I'm here with my friends, and we having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here to talk to you guys about a few things. The first segment of every episode of the People's Podcast is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour is one of my favorite segments because I get to just shoot the shits with the people mm-hmm. and see what's been going on in everybody's lives. Um, we haven't been in the studio in a couple of weeks, so. Um, we got some catching up to do. do. What's up with y'all? Um, the last couple of weeks has been very much like the um, Six Flags roller coaster ride. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Medusa. You, you know that. You know, um, for those of you that are in the tri-state area, that comes to the New Jersey uh, Six Flags Nitro. You know how it just Ooh, lets you nitro. know, like, I'm as high as the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I'm as high as the Empire State mm-hmm. Building. I'm as high as the whatever it is, and then it goes. Woo. Right. Oh no. Yeah, that's how my week was. But you know, I made it through. You know, it I'm here. Be. You know, the word last week was very very good. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that having that word last week really prepared me for this mm. week. Uh, you I know, agree, you really didn't. You really don't know what's to come. But you know, uh, I feel like I had my armor on and prepared and ready for battle um, for this week. And yes. it, it, and you know, I'm very happy that um, I have really like grown mm-hmm. um, a lot. You know, I've seen a lot of improvement mm-hmm. with a lot of my actions. So I just thank God and I thank for all of my friends for um putting up with me the past the present and now the current mm-hmm. um i did say the past the present and the current isn't mm-hmm. the present, the present and, the future, mm-hmm. and the future right the same thing no, same thing, same thing. but you know when I, nonetheless you know i'm just happy to be here and um yeah i'm just happy to be here to pod it's nothing like uh waking up and you knowing that it's thursday yes. right i was i Listen, I said, well, let me go ahead and double right. check so we right. ain't in for no rude awakening. Yes, yeah. Right, and you know, we do something every Thursday morning where we say, not it. We I wasn't know, even we beat. Even yeah. Yeah. We, we, we wasn't even beat for that. We didn't want to get too excited because sometimes, you know. Feel like. Things be happening. Right, but you know, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy that um, I'm seen. Amongst Sorry. the land of the living and amongst the the, the good positive energies, and Agreed. that's my happy hour. Agree, friend. I agree with you. Um, my happy hour is um pretty much the same. You know, I mean, it not much has been going on. Um, no, I'm like there has been a lot going on <laughs> in my. 
<laughs> Damn it. There's been a lot going on, but nothing like too drastic. Or yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. Um, definitely happy to be here. Happy to be here once again with the friends. Um, I was re-listening to our last episode today just to kind of get back into the mood and the groove of things. And um, you know, this is this is a fucking amazing podcast. I must say, like you know, you, I, I am an avid now. I'm an avid podcast listener, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we. You know, we hold our own compared yeah. to these other shows out here, Uh-oh. and I'm just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because I'm not even trying to. I see you see you see. I'm seeing regular regular schmegler. I'm just Ooh. saying, you know, the bigger shows who have like millions and millions of, of listeners and downloads and shit like that. I like the content. I just feel like the content that we produce, you know can stand toe to toe with what's already out there i'm just very excited um for what's to come for the show Mm -hmm. um i got gassed up again because uh on last episode asia uh mentioned our 100th episode coming up Mm -hmm. and um the situation that that's gonna be so Mm -hmm. you know i'm really proud of us and I'm, i'm just so happy to see our growth and i'm so happy like this is a um what do you call that this is a like a permanent part of my life mm-hmm. right the pod it's like we know we come in here every thursday we know we'll be here we know we oh the girl waves her hand at the phone um you know we know we'll mm-hmm. be here we know we'll see each other no matter how crazy or sad or happy or whatever the week is we know that come thursday mm-hmm. everything is gonna be all right 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 right, right. I'm I'm just happy to be here. You know, I'm grateful for my friends. And, you know, my past couple weeks have just been what they have been. And, um, you know, my new motto is, like, you know, ever forward, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what's, what's coming up. Let's not harp on the past. Let's not, you know, be victim or subject to our past transgressions or our past wrongdoings or whatever the fuck it may be, right? Mm-hmm. Let's focus on getting this bread. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on moving forward. The Let's cheddar. focus. Yes. I'm 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 telling you, I'm so excited for what is to come. I forgot to even tell y'all in um pre production, but like I interviewed and basically hired, I just didn't do the official official work, um, a PA, a personal yes. assistant today. And that's like a big deal for me. Levels. Like, you know, I'm like, yo, you girl, you are outgrowing this do it your own self mm-hmm. uh, spirit and i i cast that spirit away from me mm. i don't want that spirit of i can do everything by myself mm. i don't want that feeling no more Mm-mm. i don't want that spirit i don't want that mentality we all need a team we all need people behind us mm-hmm. to help us get to where the fuck we're going mm-hmm. and we also need to make sure that we have a hand behind us to pick mm-hmm. up whoever it is that we need to pick up on the way you know to where we're going so i'm mm-hmm. so excited for this young lady um shout out to her we're gonna have like our official little meeting and you know shit like that but you know she'll be here on some days and you know because nice. again this is a very cemented part of my life so she'll be here and you know getting shit done for us and it, it's just a dope thing you know what i'm saying nice. like it's, it's really a dope time in my life because Mm -hmm. i had this little epiphany i was telling y'all earlier like listen if it's not making me money or making me happy i literally don't have time for it it don't make sense i don't have any time for it so that's my happy hour it doesn't make no sense at all 
that just got me so excited. Ooh. Oh man, that just, just lifted my little spirit. It. Got me a little excited because you know this life that we have, beloved, we should never even take for granted. Every moment we should be investing in ourselves, uh-huh. making ourselves yes. happy, putting ourselves in spaces that make us feel good consistently. Uh-huh. Um, right, right. And for me, definitely being here on Thursdays with Amber and Joe. It's like the highlight because, excuse me, I had to take my mint out of my mouth because y'all <laughs> can hear that. Um, but because I get to do my most favorite thing in the whole world with my favorite people. And it is just like, I'm like, you know what? And honestly, today, you know, I had a little shaking in my day, mm-hmm. but I don't feel shaking anymore. I don't, I don't feel shaking. I'm not even worried about shaking. Uh, uh, I like my drink stirred. Okay. <laughs> don't shake me. Don't shake me. Don't shake she up. Don't shake she up. Stir her up, okay. Yeah, going through a very pivotal moment in my life, but I'm excited because it means new things, new levels, yes. new experiences, and another chapter. Yes. I am just. I'm like, I ain't got gotta, you know you know the challenging part mm-hmm. is that we have to keep that same energy. Right. Mindset mm-hmm. is so important right. in these transformational points of our lives. Right. That mm-hmm. the minute you stray, mm-hmm. you know, some depending on how, how fickle or not fickle or how strong or the discipline you are, right? Yeah. The minute we stray, sometimes it's gonna take us like ten ten times more work to get back to that. This very moment right. the energy that's moving in this room right now right so i say that to say honey keep that same energy yep keep uh, that's just rem- just re- like even if you got to remember what the fucking room smells like right, right. Now. Just, <laughs> just so you could take yourself back, back here to where you feeling the way you feeling right now absolutely i intend to you know because it, i think a lot of people uh, even myself i've spent enough time um wallowing in things that make me upset and why it happened and how it happened uh-huh. what i'm gonna do rather than me picking up and saying this is how i'm about to <laughs> this is what i'm gonna do about it or this mm-hmm. is how i'm about to change what's my situation or right. whatever it is so um yeah i'm cool i'm cool i am i don't got nothing really going on this weekend but I will be doing some running around because um, I'm planning my cousin's bridal shower. Mm-hmm. So I need to go find some flowers and I'm I'm going to be putting together some centerpieces. Yes, um, and that's it. Really chilling. Maybe trying to figure out what shows I need to catch up on because I've been watching a lot of TV and I can't even keep track of what I've been watching. <laughs> oh, so I ain't about to say nothing. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, then that's my happy hour. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, the next segment of the People's Podcast is Thriving Wild Black. Yes. Um I have a Thriving Wild Black. Do any of you have a Thriving Wild Black? Yes, I have a Thriving Wild Black. You go ahead. Okay, so my Thriving Wild Black, uh this gentleman we met uh last year, you know, uh as Asia said, uh 
Today is not only our favorite day of the week. Uh, another favorite day of the week that we had before COVID was um, Sundays, because we had we had this tradition where we would go to church and then go to brunch. Yeah. And it was a specific place uh, in Maplewood Village um, that's no longer there called the Cassidy. Yes, R.I.P. The Cassidy had the best drinks, the best brunch, and we became such regular customers that our seats were and didn't have reserved signs on it, <laughs> but they that's the um the seats were always there yes. at all times yes. for us. So um, this person we met at the Cassidy, mm-hmm. and um, it's so wonderful to see that. Throughout this pandemic, people are still thriving. People are still finding a way to 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 have an outlet, to 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 have an outlet and and be very stress free. So today's thriving while black goes to um, Jarius Cook. Yes. Um, Jarius Cook just came out with a single called Dreams, and it could be found on Spotify and on apple music i just sent it to him just now yes and you know one thing i am happy about is a simple fact that us black men are out here and us black women us black women black (laughs) women (laughs) we us our lord god let's say it let me take that back we are out here as black people and we are coming to you live and we are bringing our true colors because amber said something during pre-production that was very important that you know what better time to do this now than now you know last year was the moment for you to test certain things and put certain things into to to um action it was a start for it. Right. This year, it's for you to continue to put into action and to thrive. So if you are in this year, it's never too late to start. But you, you're a little too late to the party. Mm-hmm. Party toddy. No, it's party just too little too late. Party toddy. Toddy for the party. Toddy for the party. <laughs> party toddy. Um, but you that know, but you know what it is. It, I am so happy to say that. Um, shout out to Jarius cook and he can he can be found on ig at jarius cook music is j-e-i-r-i-s cook music at ig and uh his music is doing very well so you know i just miss hearing him live seriously y'all really gotta listen yeah for y'all so rewind if you need to but his voice is one of those Mm -hmm. like you know how adele's voice is very Mm -hmm. much one of a kind Mm -hmm. jarius crop this little piece of the show out and send it to him yeah for right. sure um for him to listen to but yeah make sure y'all check him out check out his um his patreon mm-hmm. right i know he does performances on there where y'all could give him tips and things like that but really cool guy right so yeah that's my thriving one black shout out to jarius yes <sighs> i'm gonna have to put that on when i go in the house 
when I had my little nightcap mm-hmm. and listening to Javius. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a thriving wild black. And I wanted to shed light on an eight-year-old girl who launches a charity to help uh, children who experience homelessness. She's from Wisconsin. Her name is Peyton. She's a third grader. Um, She was inspired by her great uncle's struggles. She decided to help the less fortunate because her great uncle um, had experienced homelessness at one point. after Peyton did some research, and I quote her, she says that she also learned that there were homeless children and little children that were just like her, and that's when she decided to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give y'all some background, according to the National Center on Family Homelessness, there are 2.5 million children without mm-hmm. homes across the United States. Um, so when... Peyton had learned that information. She says, I quote, I I didn't really like the sound of that. So I went to my mom and asked if I could invite 100 homeless children to my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Not only did she want to host a birthday party, but she also wanted to give presents to the children in attendance. Um, this sparked her idea for her nonprofit called Eye of a Child. Mm-hmm. Which raises awareness about children experiencing homelessness. It provides money, toys, and other products to homeless shelters around the Milwaukee area in Los Angeles. Um, she made T-shirts and crayon hearts to sell via pop-up shops, pop-up shops in her community um, to raise money for some gifts that she would give to the kids that attended her birthday party. To keep her mission front and center, Peyton. Um, emblazoned each t-shirt with her favorite saying every child deserves to smile oh, wow. um, so I just wanted to give Peyton a shout out for thriving while black yeah. um, and also for having such a giving heart and understanding that you know there are other children or people who are less fortunate it shows how grateful for you are for what you have and how you want to be able to give the same to the world and to have a heart as big as that you know children have the biggest hearts but you know sometimes as kids they feel like they can't take a step forward and make a difference because Mm -hmm. they're still a child Mm -hmm. um but even knowing that little body that big heart can very much overpower Mm -hmm. the thought of you just being a child and allow you to be encouraged to do something to help others or to make a difference or to speak up for yourself or anything that you believe in so i encourage that um and spread that little piece of encouragement to any children you know um they shouldn't be listening to this podcast per se um but you can let them listen to this segment and let them be inspired so shout out to peyton for thriving while black mm, yes, yes. Pay. come on pay pay you gotta do what you gotta do you know <laughs> right it, it's great that they that children are being inspired by their surroundings mm-hmm. uh but you know they also have to stay in the child's place but i love right. to see mm-hmm. see them doing stuff like this right right so it, it's, it's always good to see and it just makes me um a little bit more encouraged to believe that there's still some good in the world because <laughs> this country that's funny to right. me Oh man, but um, all right, we just gave you guys like some awesome, awesome 
news about what's going on with us, news about people doing great things around the world. And now we're about to give you the socials. Now, I have to warn you, there's a part of the socials that's trash. And that's my (laughs) portion of the socials. I'll bring you the celebrity news portion of the socials. But it gets better because Joe... I give you what's on the tube. So I give you what I haven't seen or should be watching and things that are that I have wait cut imprint. Okay. So I give you what's on the tube. I give you things from the past that I that I'm currently watching, things of the present that we should be watching and we should stay tuned, and things to come. And then Amber. Oh, I give you guys in other news, which is the actual news that everyone should be abreast of. Right. <laughs> right. So, we got a lot of stuff for you guys this episode, as like every episode. But I'm going to go ahead and get the trash out the way, take the garbage out, Ooh. and give y'all the celebrity news portion Ooh, no. of the socials. Alright, so, we ain't talking a minute, y'all. Mm-hmm. And some things have been happening. Oh, did they? I'm going to go ahead and get this story out the way. Because it has been on my timeline every day, all day for the past week. A relationship expert, and I'm going to use air quotes when Mm -hmm. I say that about the man. Because (laughs) the man was not an expert at his own relationship. He was having a problem. Um, So a lot of you guys may recognize this person or followed him or have seen some of his videos. His name is Derek Jackson on Instagram. Um, And he gives his his relationship expert advice on uh, other people's relationships. I would say that's only videos I've seen of him is him watching something about somebody's relationship and commenting Mm -hmm, on it mm -hmm. when he really needed to be talking about his own relationship. I never really watched his videos because that's how I felt about it. I don't like to see other people talking about somebody else's relationship and comment and give it advice. If they have relationships of their own, you could talk about your relationship and the things you go through and give your advice on that. But you don't really know what other people be experiencing and you be having people really rally with your opinion and it's not even good because i will tell you this i didn't even know that this man was married and maybe it's because i didn't follow him but i never knew for him to talk about his wife or having a wife or whoever a spouse you know never heard him say anything like that um and in the meantime maybe that's how his wife wanted it maybe she didn't want to be known or whatever whatever that's fine however when this news comes out about him you know cheating on his wife and with his admission with multiple women um you know now he brings his wife to the instagram live and makes the video with the people the poor lady oh did you see him unfortunately i did wow let me tell you he went up there to that's her name right she said, she may see a <laughs> But that is the helmet, is the helmet of salvation. salvation. Oh. You may see a army green oh. But this is the chest plate. Oh. Mm-hmm. Girl! Excuse me. Oh. She is in Get Out. Yes, I said. Okay, so that's what I said. Okay, so I'm glad that Girl, Amber has said it. Mm-hmm. I said, look at this lady in the sunken place. Why would you do that? 
Oh, oh. And you know, you know, she looked like she was. What's that? That 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 movie with the three ladies. Hmm. God, dog. Um. And she only thirty one. Hmm. She looked like she about forty five. No, about sixty five. She sat in that video. Straight face with a bonnet or whatever hat she had on her head, you know, just nodding to and agreeing with everything and he's saying. And they were squeezing them hands. So and right, they were squeezing them. I said, this lady must be in an abusive relationship. <laughs> she doing sign language, right? Like I'm like, Get she, out. she need help. Yeah, I really gotta go on her page because I never took the time to go on her page. Mm-hmm. But I'm on her page right now. It's not good, honey. What's she doing? Honey, it's bad. Oh, it is. I'm gonna take it out. I got this suit on. Oh, why she wearing that? With that bonnet. Yeah, and she keep putting the bonnet on. <laughs> That's <laughs> his clothes or her clothes? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's playing dress up. This is bad. This is this is terrible. I feel, you know, um, very disappointed and helpless. When it comes to seeing this woman, and I feel like she needs help, and I don't know if this. Yeah, I think it, I'm as I'm looking through her, mm-hmm. post, I'm, and I'm not even being funny at this point. I think there's like a psychological. Yeah, I honestly do. <clears throat> and even to see how she's reacting by coming on and having her own videos, and and she's using you know her faith and her religion in order to excuse you know what has been happening to her or how she should feel about it. And I I'm not shaming anyone for having you know being having. Ho- having religion be a very strong foundation of their relationship Uh because i think that that and that spirituality is very important if that's important to you Mm -hmm. for you to have with your spouse um however i never heard Derek jackson talk so much um about his spirituality and religion when he was commenting on these other people's videos Mm. and relationships it's only to excuse his actions Mm. and you know make it seem like what what he has done you know he he's better he's better and he could be excused mm-hmm. because him and his wife prayed about it right mm. and that is you know this could be a whole episode mm-hmm. but um like the preying on black women and black families that some of these christian influencers do mm-hmm. is extremely dangerous right and there's a few people mm-hmm. who kind of touched on it shout out to um the free roots project yeah if y'all don't follow him he's an amazing um profile on instagram he does it for the culture when i say for the culture like he ain't exploiting the culture he's Uh literally he's extremely um he's extremely educated um he is um greek he's a member of omega sci Five fraternity incorporated um he he knows his stuff Mm-hmm. And he's like totally in tune with like the ancestors and like one of the most educated people that I follow. And he kind of hit on the idea of how some of these very um, popular Christian and I'm saying Christian very lightly because some people are exploiting, exploiting Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on the information and the advice that they're giving them. But yeah, like he kind of, I can't really find the um, post for, oh, here it goes right now, right here. But he has a few posts on it. And um, 
you know, he goes in with the caption. So if y'all are really interested in like hearing that kind of perspective yeah. on like how these how some people are really preying on a the the structure of the black family, um, b the black man and obviously the black woman, um, the single black woman. I mean, if I may say, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're preying on that and giving you advice on like, oh well, you know, you need to leave your man if you find out that he's texting other women or yeah. ex- you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like here you are doing the very things that you are advising women to leave these relationships for but you're making tons of millions mm-hmm. of dollars mm-hmm. he even even in the video where he kind of was like well did i the name of the video is did i cheat on my wife and he, he didn't put that on insta he put that shit on youtube why because he's gonna monetize off mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. and then in the video he's promoting his, his book. book so mm-hmm. it's like it's just a lot of shit you it know? is it's a, a lot. lot of shit with that and i uh, it's disgusting um there was more um things that were coming out about it for example uh a youtuber uh, Tasha K, she usually does deals a lot with the celebrity gossip mm-hmm. and knew she played a phone call on her show. Well, she had a phone call with Derek Jackson, alleged current mistress, yeah. um, <laughs> where she alleges that she was pregnant late last year and yes. um, she actually actually saw him earlier this, this month. month yeah. yeah, so they, they was somebody still, was it her? Was it the girl who hosted that show? Somebody or, or maybe the alleged um, mm-hmm. mistress who was like, yo. No, it was the host of the show, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You could either tell the rest of the truth, right, or, or you." I think she gave him like seventy-two hours mm-hmm. or something, forty-eight mm-hmm. hours. Like mm-hmm. you got forty-eight hours to tell the real truth because right. you're telling part of the truth, but you he ain't telling the whole truth. Got too much going on. Child, it's much going It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm it's sure there's going to be more to come regarding that story, but that's just unfortunate. It's sad, and I think that women need help. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know what the situation is. Like I said, just by looking at her and just seeing how she's operating, I don't see anybody coming to her aid. I feel like she's been isolated. I don't know. What the chat say? I see a lot going on. Over yeah, there. Oh, I, I, I just logged it. in, um, but I can't see. Um, it, like, it doesn't come up. I know, yeah. Once you mm-hmm. But anyway, shout out to everybody watching on IG yes. Live. We appreciate y'all. And c- continue to comment in the stories um, so we could see um, exactly what y'all talking about. We can have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. The next topic I have for y'all, and this is the last one because it's too much trash. It's too heavy. Um, so there was news that came out about co- uh, comedian Gary Owen and his wife, mm. who've been married for like sixteen years, I believe. Mm. Um, mm. How they are now getting a divorce, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of like that couple. I used to watch clips of their reality show on TV. I mean, on um Instagram, I would scroll through IGTV and see it, and I thought that they were a pretty nice couple. Um, Gary Owens is the white comedian if you guys don't know but he married a black woman they yes, just showed I saw the story that. of their like mixed family and them taking him to a black church mm-hmm. and <laughs> how he got baptized yeah. and all this stuff <laughs> so i thought it was so cool so i was really disappointed to see that um you know that they were divorcing yeah. but it's uh been brought to the attention of his wife that he had a mistress mm-hmm. um and she just totally said absolutely not but then the wife and had gotten to 
a lip, not a tiff, but basically it's saying that friend of Gary Owen, who is Claudia Jordan, um, if you guys don't know her, she is a co-host on, I believe it's called The Talk or something like that with um, Vivica A5. Oh, yes, yes. And um, the old basilisk of Zeta Phi Beta. Okay, sure, I'll do it. Yes, mm-hmm. um, she's a co-host. And Claudia was on, wasn't she on a reality show? She was also on Basketball Yeah, that's, that's where I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Claudia and Gary have been friends, and the wife is saying that the, the alleged mistress is friends with Claudia Jordan. And so Claudia Jordan had to go on the Insta-face, I mean, on the Instagram. The Insta-face. <laughs> and, and tell the people, like, I don't know no friend, because the girl name, is Dallas, Texas. Oh. That's the girl's name. Her real name? That's what they said. That her oh. real name is Dallas. Her last name is Texas. Oh. Why would they do that? <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's a new um one of the new actor actresses of Down in the Valley. It sounds like Dallas, Texas. We got Mississippi. Right. Mississippi. But um yeah, so then Claudia had to go up there and clear her name. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. felt Claudia, I'm like, yeah, girl, like the girl, the mommy, the wife <laughs> could have came and called you. Right. Not go ahead on the Insta face right, right. and start saying stuff. Because, girl, uh-uh, I don't got nothing to do with yeah. that. Right, don't bring me down. Don't do me, girl. Yeah, do so me. I'm, it's unfortunate, you know, what's happening to them. They, their kids are fairly grown. Not grown, but, you know, all older. Um, so, you know, sometimes people just got to do what's best for them. There could have been some other things that happened in the past that yeah. the mommy was like, I, I'm going to just thug this out. Cause as soon as this one turn eighteen and go to school, I'm out of here. Right. Um. Some people do that in marriages. I don't necessarily think they should, but right. you know, whatever suits them. Right. Um. But yeah, ain't nothing else really been going on. Y'all know Kirk Franklin was fighting with his um son. Yeah. Um, How you feel about that? I felt like that was a father talking to i mean right. you know dealing with something with his son and like as they, when it came out the first time i i i didn't feel no ways about it i just thought that that's a parent that arguing with a kid mm-hmm. and you know i think what what made it a big deal is because he's kirk franklin and he's this gospel artist and you know churchy churchy but i just like i always didn't like how people think that people who are spiritual or go to church are just strict 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 and we don't curse and we don't do this like everybody we don't we we don't fall short of the glory of god so we all we 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 are humans but god shows us mercy and he continues to you know bless us and we continue to worship him and praise him and, and do good works and try to do things to the glory of god even though we, sometimes we fall short right. Right. now him and what he's doing with his son yeah we you know we don't really know and it was mm. good that i actually came across an igtv video of the son's biological mother doing an interview right. yeah and she, she explained how they have both like they their family has always had time had a hard time communicating mm. with this young man and he's uh, he's uh, he's 33 years old right a grown right ass man. grown ass man right? Be in May. right he he's about to be 33 so like he's grown and so it's not like the kirk is talking like this to his eight-year-old yeah. or his five-year-old little boy and even so like if his son is you know like 
my mother used to tell me I'm gonna beat your ass, like you know. Yeah. And if my mother said that to me now, like I, it's still my mother talking Absolutely. to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see that the his 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 son's mother and Kirk they have a relationship. Was still trying to you know pour into their son, mm-hmm. and they still have a good relationship. We're trying to make sure that their son is good, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they both have respect for each other. And to, that she will come out and say, yeah, my son, you know, he has a hard time communicating with his father. We right. have tried to go into that. We have. So it's, this is not nothing new for their family. So we can mind our business and let things be. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I don't know if y'all wanted to talk on that at all. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, is this, uh, I feel your, your uh, well, I feel Kurt's sentiments. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like. He only played, the son only played half of the video, and that was Kurt's response. Right. So, what, my question is, what What's made so Kurt. What was the catalyst? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Like, and then on top of that, it's just like you said, Asia, mm-hmm. it's a father talking to a son. Mm-hmm. So, if something get out of line, I need to shake up the table. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it didn't help it because the son responded with, like, you ain't gonna do nothing or whatever he said and it's just like okay so this is why your father's doing this Mm -hmm. so it's just like i did see um kurt's interview with his current wife Mm -hmm. on tamron hall a couple weeks ago and he was just like yo um at the end of the day i'm a grown man he's a grown man but he's my son right and i'm not gonna let him talk to me like we're we're friends Mm -hmm. so it's just like that's why a lot of these kids step out of line because they have certain um what are we going reinforcements like dyphus and all this other yeah. stuff like yeah I, mean, I, it's, I feel like it's such goal right like, right to, to record your parents right like, right like at the end of the day yeah we adults but it's like you know my mother look at me the wrong the right way <laughs> right. i still get a little shudder you know right. what I mean? so it's like that's that's a lack of respect from the son to the father right Mm -hmm. Right. um and again i'm sure there are other factors right that go into that relationship Mm -hmm. i understand he is the is is the oldest of the other kid mm -hmm. that that didn't get raised you know because if we think if he's 33 he was born in 88 like when did kirk get lit you know what right. I'm saying? He yeah. was a baby when you know, you I think know they, what trying to say? The parents were 16 or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I think all those things have to do with it as well, especially if the other kids are doing nicely. You but know? you know what it is, too? They did say that he didn't, like, segregate him. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that the mother, his mother, can come on the social media mm-hmm. and say, hey, He's absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we've done our best with him. Right. We still love you, but right. you're in the wrong. And the fact that she can say, Kurt, not in these words, but like, Kurt was a, is a good father. Mm-hmm. So, when when a woman can say, like, the man is a good father, yeah. uh-huh. go. I was listening to the Be My Peace podcast earlier, and they were talking about this as well. And I forget which young lady said it, but somebody said that they, you know, they paid for his full tuition. Mm. He flunked out. Mm. Mm. So it's like, 
Right. It's just certain parts of the story that I, you know, obviously the general public just doesn't know. Right. And yeah. how? Why would I not be mad? Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. Yeah, but that's all I got. Um, I took out the garbage. Mm. I'm about to go wipe the table down now oh, and sit down and watch some TV. Oh God! Mm. Here we go. I guess this is my turn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I told you guys before, I bring you what's on the tube. Um, what I have been watching. You know, one thing that I know. Um, I, I found out about this movie like a couple months ago, but you know, I forgot. Mm. And when I saw it on Hulu, I was like, "Oh wow, this I, I, I is this the movie?" Let's turn it on, Antebellum. Mm-hmm. Antebellum and Antebellum. <laughs> it's called Antebellum, and it's a very good movie. It's mm-hmm. about um, Veronica Henley um, finishing a book tour, and before she returns home, her husband uh, to her husband and her daughter, she would something happened. And I'm not going to tell you what happened, but I would say just watch the movie. And just because in the beginning of it, it kind of turns you off because it seems like it's like every other movie. Mm -hmm. But it's very clever. Mm -hmm. I spoke to one person. I saw that they they watched it and they were like, oh, I wasn't interested. And I was just like, you know, I was more so interested in the writing Mm -hmm. where you thought something happened. Excuse me. When you thought, thank you. When you thought something happened, it didn't really happen, but it did happen. Like it was all messed up, but it's like I say, keep watching it. Antebellum is a very good movie, and I would, I would rate that about, I would say like a, a eight and a half nine. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie to watch. Yeah, I uh, talked to you about it, and I thought I never watched it before, but I watched it before, and I watched it again, mm-hmm. and I appreciated watching it the second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I, I would say um, watch it. One of the um, the actresses, the the star actress is. I had it. Give me Gabrielle Sidibe. That's her name. Gabrielle. I don't know how to say her last name. Well, no, no, that ain't her now. That is her. Gabrielle Sidibe from. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, You know what? I'm so sorry. I be calling that child precious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I know it. That's who I was like. We ain't talking about the same person, oh, friend. But I was talking about Janelle, Mo- Janelle Monet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But Gabrielle Sidove, mm-hmm. she was they out. That girl right there, well, she was. She did a very great job mm-hmm. um, in that movie. So I really did enjoy it. Next up on the docket, um, you know, oh, I have uh, Xfinity as my cable provider, and you know. I saw that ran through the screen Harry Potter. So I'm like, oh, let me watch this. So I watched Harry Potter, all eight movies. Very dope to me because, you know, I I wasn't really interested in watching the, the movie. I mean, watch, reading the book. But the movies were really interesting. And I just kept going because I was like, oh, let me watch all eight. Uh, so if you guys want to binge watch a movie and just keep going out, I, I like to watch things that I can just turn my head during while I'm working and I can still listen to it as well. So um, I, I did watch so Harry Potter. All of the Harry Potters. Yeah, all eight. <laughs> all eight. All freaking eight. Next up, um, for life. For life can be found on HBO, and it's about uh, 
Isaac Wright Jr. It's a true life story, but uh, is it on HBO, or CBS, ABC, ABC? Yeah, yeah it's called it's, it's called it's called AB. It's on it's called ABC. It's called it's on ABC, and it's about um, Isaac Wright. He was a he was wrongfully accused. He became a lawyer while he was in jail, and he got himself out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's nice because. He was underrated. He was underestimated. And like he became a lawyer and now he's trying to get out, get his friends out of the jail. And he he's able to like really relate to them. So I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not finished with watching the series just yet, but you the second season? I'm in the second season. Okay. Uh it just ended on February twentieth. Oh, I um, need to catch up. Mm-hmm, it I, just ended. I yep. saw the first two episodes of this season. Right, 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 right. It, it, it's really good. It's oh. it's really good. So, um, second to last, I know that some of us may watch it, some of us may not. It's called Married at First Sight. And, you know, I am interested but uninterested in this season. Uh-uh. Now, I'm a faithful watcher of Married at First Sight because, you know, I I love TV. We love TV. Yeah. So, uh, I love to see people our people fall in love um it may maybe may an unconventional way of falling in love but you know hey if you want to go out there and do it let's do it this season i feel is making us look like we are dysfunctional like a mother making black people, black people. yes like it just feels like number one we we have two um i want you know before i go down with the breakdown uh. i wouldn't be surprised if they said the, the these people were hired actors and mm. actresses. Uh but we have Paige and we have we have Chris and Oh, I heard about them. Chris is he's a he's a um entrepreneur. He owns, we just found out, Subway in a very prominent area in Atlanta. Mm. Paige is an accountant. And what from from first sight, he said he didn't fall in love with her. Yes, he did. He did say that he thought that by having sex with her, not once, the night of their um, wedding, but the next day, and didn't fall in love. I may not be attracted to her, but you know, things are going to, like, happen. Um, Then she goes and talks to the father, and all this stuff happens, and it, it wasn't really good. All in all, I'm asking... My people, where is her family? Yeah. I have not seen not one time in this show, and people could correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. her having her brother, her mother, somebody come and say something. Mm. Because it's like... So her family is not there like his family is there? Like how they be meeting with Right. Like, yeah. So, so when I was talking to um, my boy earlier today, he said that... Chris met her friend and mother mm-hmm. in the beginning, but you don't see nobody else. But you you see her come and oh, yeah, they did. I only know this because my friends were watching it, and we was in Virginia at the time. And he told them, I believe he told them he was not right. Oh. But you know, you can tell that he is something is going on mm-hmm. because in this previous episode, it's it, it he was. Utilizing her words against her, mm. she wanted to get a divorce, but he said, "Let's start over." She started over with him, and now she was oh, like, "Right." So she was like, "Yo, um, I was with my mother when you called. 
Like, I, I, if you would have texted me, we could have chilled. He was like, well, I'm trying to do my best to be in this, but you're not really communicating. And that's something that she said. Uh-huh. And it's like, yo, who's going to put him in his place? In his place. And who's going to take a her out of this toxic situation? Yeah, she has to go. That's sad. It's, and, and, and it's very stupid because, like, I, I hate the fact that we as a community is are being portrayed as very dysfunctional because yeah. uh-huh. are the other couples doing well no, no. this only is a spanish <laughs> and a black no. like it like <laughs> um vincent and brianna are are doing well mm-hmm. but they it, it, they're not black brianna is black um and um uh, vincent is latino mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm happy that they're doing well, but at the on the flip side, if y'all gonna get a divorce, get a divorce. And how much are you get? How much is Lifetime paying you that you keep recording? Right. Mm-hmm. Like because she went to the cast, she was like, "I'm done." She was like, "Well, tell him this." Like, no. So I'm, I, you know, this season I am not impressed by this season of right. Married at First Sight because I understand this is an unconventional way of loving and meeting people, but like this is trash, bro. Right, yeah, like this is real trash, and I'm. Un, like I'm like very disgusted right. disgusted with how many with, episodes in this season so far it's 13 episodes and they got four more weeks mm. of being together and they don't even live in the house together wow like, do, do they have the option of getting divorced at the end yeah they got oh, an okay. option of getting divorced right now if she wanted to oh, okay. mm. get divorced baby <laughs> she won't she won't get divorced get out get right now <laughs> talking about getting out right now right now i heard that aretha's mother got out back then mm-hmm. she left she left and aretha went to go grab a cookie or went to the bathroom or something and she said not a cookie whatever happened but you know i found out like i hadn't watched the aretha movie i watched the whole series oh okay. did you it's a series it came on mm, like two hours every night for like four nights i think so mm-hmm. it should be it's either three or four <laughs> nights it came on so it's either six or eight episodes mm-hmm. i watched every single one of them um and i thought it was just a show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, i mean a, i thought it was just a movie i'm mm-hmm. sorry right, it's no, a it's, show it's episodes right and i and i heard mm-hmm. they good they are good Lord. um the actress her name is cynthia or she played harriet and she did a phenomenal i heard job. she did good and she sang and she sang for real Ooh, did she? and she sounded like aretha Ooh. her mannerisms the way she talked her acting was a one. Oh, I heard it was good. <laughs> she was very. I good. heard they casted very well. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. The only person that was a part of the cast that I didn't really understand why mm-hmm. was Ti. Oh, I was thinking that. Ti was in the Ti was in What's going on with Ti? And he plays like one of her boyfriends. No, I mean currently. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know it was a cute they quiet. video of. Um, his daughter yes she can sing she can sing she got a voice she's gonna be a singer yes she is because she got a voice right now but but you know 
I heard that she Aretha had a baby at like she young. She did. She had her first baby at twelve years old. Mm-hmm. The baby alive? Yeah, <laughs> her oldest, her oldest son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. he's not that much younger than her. Right. Goddamn years. And I heard mm-hmm. the father was playing in the paint. Yes. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> in the paint. <laughs> it was rumored uh, for years allegedly. that uh, Aretha's father is allegedly the father of her first child. Oh, no. And they don't sense. not explain that in the movie. They, they don't. They let you think or guess, and if so you ain't never like alluded to. Or yes, like, it was no. alluded. And now I see why the family was trying to protest to take this off. Really? Uh-huh. So gr- this is not. This is not like greenlit by the family. No. <laughs> the granddaughter was out there by no herself. <laughs> The girl was out there. I don't know if it was during happy hour in Detroit or it was like after hours. Because the people was not out at the protest with her. Oh no. No. Um, but it showed a lot of things about Aretha that mm-hmm. I that we might have heard, didn't know, or Aretha definitely didn't show these things about her. Mm-hmm. Martin and, Luther King. Yeah. Things <laughs> it's some things we just didn't know. <laughs> right. I can talk about this. <laughs> like I just, I was just like, I'm sure if she wanted people to know certain things, like they had her, she was a heavy chain smoker and a drinker. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't think that Aretha really ever let that be, be known. known or I show that. She always traveled everywhere with mm-hmm. her purse, mm-hmm. and her money was in her damn purse. She was. Like, <laughs> How much money was in there, girl? Mm-hmm. So you know she, it was just like I was just like if she wanted people to think that she was like a chain smoker, she not that I would care, but you know maybe that would be something she would allow the world to see. You know, there was a lot, (laughs) it was a lot, you know that (laughs) happened in that series that you know would be a surprise. I I will watch it again just because I love Aretha and I. Really enjoy Cynthia's presentation. Let me Google what this girl looked like in damn Aretha because I just only see her as (laughs) (laughs) now. I'm putting to to, the side to side in my head. Girl, you ask Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harriet. Wow. Yes. Wow. What's what's um Derek? What's his name? Derek wife Derek? name? Derek Jackson. That's oh Derek Jackson. Wife. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she wow. sang. I will say she sang. She sang that song. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the movie I was thinking about in that dress. That, blue d- that hidden figures <laughs> You know <laughs> hidden figures yeah. With Taraji P. Henson girl. Oh that's how you said Devin Jackson wife look Oh in that blue dress girl. You remember that mm. It looked like the cover I googled it and all Let me show you <laughs> Yeah, I know what the cover of that movie looks oh, like. Oh, Higgins, oh, yeah, I, 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 I figures when they was walking up there, they was influential figures. Oh, look at them right here. <laughs> Let me, look at them. Right look at them. Influential. That is her right. That is who she is, <laughs> yeah, friend. Was, walking up. She was um. Janet, not Janae Aiko. What's this girl name? Mm-mm. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Ooh. 
<laughs> Girl, she got the armor. She ain't had a bonnet on, though. <laughs> okay. Different. I ain't got nothing else, friend. Ooh. Ooh. What you got? You know what I watched? What you watched? The Bachelor. Ooh, mm-hmm. that was a nice school. You watched not, it? I watched mm. the whole thing and I was very, very sad Why? because the black bachelor, the black, the one. black one. I mean, sorry to y'all who uh, be watching. Now it's over. It been over. Okay. I I had went and wa- binge watched the whole thing mm. and like you know I could watch the whole thing in like two days. Right. So I watched all the episodes. First of all, them episodes is like a movie long. They like Wait, an hour and a half. When did shows start to become an hour and a half? <laughs> It was like, a show. One, show. one show, and then it was like how many? Thirteen of them or ten of them? Right. Like that. I was like, wow. Oh, the workday over. Yes, <laughs> I watched the whole thing, and it got towards the end where I already knew who he was gonna pick. When it was the final three women, it was two black women and one um, racist Rachel. Mm-hmm. And she was racist. Yes, yes. you may hear that girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the the reason why I watched, I ended up watching about Bachelor. And was because I heard about racist Rachel, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I want to see who was racist. Rachel yep, that's her. And then she gonna he gonna have that black lady climb that. Oh, sorry, I spit mm-hmm. on you. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna have that damn girl climb yeah, that wall like that. What so he chose a white woman. He told, he told Rachel, her. Rachel, really? Rachel. <laughs> yeah, racist Rachel. He Rachel, chose her. Right, right. And the way he broke up with um, Michelle, who was one of the black women who was there, I didn't like the fact that he let Bree go because I thought him and Bree really killed, like, really had a connection. Right. And that, you know, he waited till after she told him that she was falling in love with him to, to, to then dead her and, right. like, break up with her. And I was like, that's trash because she was a person who had a very hard extent. Not very hard exterior but she was she wouldn't let herself fall but she really got vulnerable and uh, uh, let him in and he gonna say that he um is not interested so that's why the mother didn't even like rachel no and that was another thing and so um then the way he broke up with michelle he just went up to her room told her you know what his piece that he was having second thoughts (laughs) Basically broke up with her, didn't allow her the chance to say her piece. Mm-hmm. She said on the um, after show that she reached out to him um, to sh- just to get two minutes of his right. time so that she could say how she felt, and he declined. Right, did not want to talk to the lady. That's another thing that pissed I me off. I said that was not mm-hmm. nice, and then you went and picked Rachel, and then now this is the story that comes Who out about that? Rachel. In 2018, she went to um antebellum party mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. her friends. What the fuck is an antebellum? antebellum? So antebellum is that's slavery. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they it's before it's antebellum. I think means like before the war, which is a civil war, which is a time when you still had slaves. Correct. So that's what, and she went dressed up at like that times. Ooh, it's an and, party, Rachel, Rachel yes, Rachel, and she she Hold went on. and took some pictures with her friends. They they resurfaced online. She said nothing about none of this, um, you know, about or just about her fame. Because after this this picture uh, came out. There was news that her family was uh, affiliated with like racist organization uh-huh, and stuff like that. And it's like this was a part of her life that she did not disclose to The Bachelor. And when The Bachelor found out, 
He said he could, you know, like he he, he was surprised. Her, he broke yeah. up with her. He said there's some work you need to do, and I can't be there to help you work through that. I don't want to be. And he's like, and it's it's just like gonna be a place where I just feel like you're never going to understand my experience as a black man. Um, you know, living in this country all all <laughs> my life, being the only black kid or being a kid that looks different, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> it's just some things you need to learn. So she broke up. He broke up with her. And so mm. I wanted to see all that happen. And I also wanted to be like, good for you, because now Michelle is going to be the new Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She's and coming she, out this, this fall. Uh-huh. So I said, good. Mm-hmm. The black girl, yeah. She the new Bachelorette, and he's single, and he could have had her. So that's how the show works? Whoever was the last person? I don't think so, oh, no. Mm-hmm. They just did it because they probably felt bad. Yeah. So, you know, that's just that. That's what I watched on TV. Mm-hmm. That took a majority of my own. Oh, of my um couple weeks that we haven't been mm-hmm. here in the studio. Yeah. Girl, stop. That was a lot. It was. That was a whole lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Do you have anything else, Joe? No, I don't have nothing else. I'm good. You know, I've been trying to watch. You know, I feel like television, it overlaps. Like, everything is coming out now, and it's like, oh, God. You know, I thought this was coming out. You know, one of my guilty pleasures uh, is my 600-pound life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I be sitting there watching all of So, Come on, Joe. Let me check in your messages. Finish your story. God damn. So, yeah, I'll be sitting up here like, God damn, God damn. I don't give a damn. I'm not going to kill you. telling the people. Who the fuck saying, about them damn folk people? He'd be like, <laughs> so. Who's your enabler? You mean to tell me? Eat the broccoli. <laughs> well, if you follow the diet, right. then you will have lost more weight. Instead, you have gained. Yeah, you know, but, but you got to eat. You know, and they be psyching themselves out. But whatever happened to that one when we was watching that lady and she had all them kids? <laughs> the one of the but ones. She was doing good, though. She was actually like losing weight. I feel um, like her name was Cameron. Life Cameron. Like happy, like good endings. To no, no. Some, no. Some of them have had like have endings, but then it's just like they they get approved, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, they got to go through some testing, right. and then they don't get approved uh, for the for testing. The, for the testing, okay. Yeah, or sometimes they just never lose the weight, and then they end up giving up. Some of them be really stubborn, right? You know, yeah. some of them be really stubborn to where they don't um really let go of the weight, and they think Doctor Now just being mean to them, and so they like, you know what? I'm not gonna continue with the program. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes he tell them like, it's oh, a mindset. It's a mindset. It's the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I wanted to go ahead and lose ten pounds, it's the same. Like you gotta take that shit like. A little bit at a time and that's mm-hmm. what like that discipline is so real like yeah. I don't, it don't matter how goddamn much you weigh mm-hmm. you, if you're not disciplined right and honest with yourself mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen and sometimes it does take you your, your doctor telling you look you got you this is your option you mm-hmm. lose weight or you die yeah right? and that's or exactly what like saying. that um it might not be that extreme with most people with some people but like you know, you have to put yourself in that predicament. And that mm-hmm. could be for anybody. And it's not just for weight loss either. It could be 
me for like any goal any right? addicts any too type of, right addiction like goal or add addiction you're trying to give a, you it that you gotta want that shit before mm-hmm. you'll ever mm-hmm. succeed at like accomplishing it right um but anyway let's go let's talk about something mm-hmm. else. the um, stuff that we need to know right girl educate yeah. me cause. um that was a doozy thank you thank you joe, joe while i pull up my um Right. Yep. Amber's about to give us in other news and tell us the news that we really need to be knowing out here in these streets because things are still happening around us. It is. So, um, I don't mean, I'm I'm not necessarily going to get too deep into most of these stories, but, um, so President Biden was quoted, um, at saying that he would like to have 200 million shots of the vaccine in his first 100 days as president. He said, I know it's ambitious, it's twice our original goal, but no other country in the world has even come close, not even close to what we are doing. And I believe we can do it. And you know, our numbers are also not as close. You know, uh, our numbers are astronomical. So I'm with the shits. Um, I wanted to use my little bit of time to focus on the um, Asian community, well, AAPI community, mm-hmm. um, and just some things that have just some things, right? So, um, the, before I speak about how we can support the community, mm-hmm. um, I don't know why it's, it's slipping my mind. The letters of that acronym i know specific islander something asian pacific Islander, uh, asian american pacific, pacific islander. islander oh my god that couldn't that that uh <clears throat> that acronym was uh-huh. not it wasn't coming to me um yes asian american and pacific islander community so before i go into um what in what ways we can support i just wanted to Put it out there that um, this is not black people's fight. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, does that then mean that we can't stand in solidarity with our AAPI brothers and sisters? No. Um, but <clears throat> to the news outlets who decide to put out articles stating things like, oh, how black people can support the Asian community. Like, dude, we're not going to do that because, uh-uh. um, and we're also not going to compare. Um, grievances in, in terms of like oh well there have been this many black mur- murders from cops or murders from other people to black people compared to this many to Asian um, AAPI community people right we, we're also not going to do that because and the reason I'm saying I'm speaking out of two sides of my mouth today because to, to my black brothers and sisters who like to say things like well where were y'all when George Floyd? Where were y'all when Mike Brown, uh, <clears throat> Sandra Bland, um, Philan? Right? Where were y'all? You two things can happen at once, and too many times when when shit is starting to happen to other minority communities, black people are um, some black people are so quick to. Um, take it back to like well what have you done for me right and, and as if it's like eye for an eye kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's really not that um again two things can exist <clears throat> at one time 
Um, I could be completely outraged at the fact at all the um, fucked up shit that's happening to the black community and be outraged at the shit that's happening to the right. ADPI community. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there um, and especially um, um, highlight that this is not our this is not our fight to fight. Now, does that mean that we won't fight and we won't support? No, that's not what that means. But to put the onus on us and to put the responsibility on us when the real enemy here is white supremacy, mm-hmm. in and out, up and down, right? Mm-hmm. White supremacy is the motherfucking problem and it has been the problem since forever. So until our communities can just come together and, you know, overthrow that shit and like we're not dealing with that shit no more and until white people, allies or not, fucking realize a what white privilege is b how you uh how you benefit from white privilege even if you are an ally and you are not a racist person and you are the 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 most kindest person ever you still benefit from white supremacy right and white and white privilege i should say um and until people start to recognize that and uh, in other words, like demystify it, right? Uh-huh. Let's let's make it not not like this foreign thing, white supremacy and white privilege, right? Let's actually like break it the fuck down uh-huh. and like do away with it. Until then, there needs not to be this comparison of like the transgressions against us as a black community and those of other minority communities. So I just wanted to say that. Um, now, in terms of how we can actually support the AAPI community um and just a little background if you in case you've been living under a rock and have no idea what I'm talking about right now um hate crimes have um (laughs) hate hate crimes committed against the AAPI community in the United States have been on the rise on March 16th a white terrorist went on a mass shooting spree in the Atlanta area killing six Asian women and two others and this was just on the 16th like there have been things going on way before this um hatred and violence against the AAPI community cannot and should not be tolerated offering support by being an active bystander donating to advocacy and community groups and making sure that these incidents are not being overlooked or or brush aside those are a few ways that we can show our support so um just a couple a couple and all this is coming from the um instagram profile so we want to talk about so being an active bystander and intervene when you see someone who is experiencing racism discrimination harassment or even physical assault now it's very easy for a black person to be like well where the fuck y'all was at when i was being harassed by this police officer or when a a white supremacist woman is in a bagel shop calling the cashier a bitch ass nigger to his face Uh um they say as the old saying goes if you see something say something you know obviously all is it all this is up to your own discretion um if you're gonna do it then do it but also and i'm talking to black people here you know be cognizant of what it looks like when you're intervening as opposed to when a white person or a non-black person Mm -hmm. even a non-black person of color is intervening just be very cognizant of that what it looks like when you as a black man or woman are raising your voice in support of this person Mm -hmm. as opposed to when it's a white or a non-black person of color raising their voice in support of this person i'm just saying let's be aware Mm -hmm. um there are tons of different like GoFundMe's and um, foundations and uh, uh, nonprofit organizations and things like that that you can um, donate and support to, including different mental health resources for the AAPI community. 
Um, you can find all these things on the Instagram profile. So you want to talk about. Um, there's a quote there that says being anti-racist includes acknowledging the Asian American experience. And I think that is extremely important um, <clears throat> because yes, we like, like experiencing racism and racial injustice and racial discrimination. Like that shit is almost ingrained in us. Like we're almost mm-hmm. used to it. We're almost used to like walking into affluent neighborhoods or higher end malls and, you know, waiting right. to mm-hmm. be, disrespected Mm -hmm. the microaggressions and things Mm -hmm. like that but again i will always say two things can happen at once okay two things can happen at once that's all i'm saying i'm I'm, i I don't want people to be these very bitter beings where it's like well i don't give a fuck about the asian community because fuck them look at the asian cop who just sat there as that fucking cop put his knee onto george floyd like you know Mm -hmm. How do we look, right? Let me just put real quick into perspective. How do we look taking the actions of one person and blanketing blanketing that action over an entire race of people? Mm -hmm. Does that not sound familiar Mm -hmm. on how people look at us, right? Um, So, you know, let's just be mindful, um, cognizant of the world around us. Um, In terms of, like, vocalizing your support online, um, it said that you should be... um, supportive and not dramatic right so instead of saying things like oh my god people suck oh my god who would do that you should say something like more supportive like i'm disgusted by this behavior and i promise to call it out if i ever see it mm-hmm. unproductive something that's unproductive is like yo this sucks can- i can't believe this happens to you guys how does it make you feel instead of instead you can be supportive and say i can't imagine your pain but i'm with you to listen and learn how to make things right now Again, it can be very easy for us to be dismissive of these kinds of mm-hmm. conversations. Fuck you. I don't owe you. Nobody hit me up. Mm-hmm. Nobody called me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, I say all this to just say, let's just open our mind a bit, right? Let's just at least be open to yeah. these kinds of conversations. Because um, we work better together than we do apart. White supremacy is literally ingrained in making sure that the undermined communities, the minorities, do not give a fuck about each other. Because mm-hmm. if we all, it's more of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we all, yes, it's minority, but goddamn it, if we all came together and worked the fuck together, Rainbow Coalition, like Fred Hampton said, right. like, dog, I, be, I am very much, mm-hmm. very much in belief that it can be done. But that's a story, that's a conversation for another day. Um, so yeah, this this is just like a thread. This is from Glow, Glow Graphics on Instagram. She's amazing. Um, she has like all these different ways of like what's not really good to say and what is what would be a better um, alternative. Um, la- next, let's talk about some actual politics. Um, thought this was interesting. On Wednesday, the Senate confirmed Dr. Rachel Levine as the Assistant Secretary of Health at the Department of Health and Human Services, the first out transgender federal official to be Mm -hmm. confirmed by the chamber. The vote was 52 to 48. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's interesting. You know, this country is so so crazy how progressive (laughs) we can be Mm -hmm. on certain things. And then yet, um, on to my next next, uh, story, how Georgia literally just um, they swept these elections this elections bill into law basically this new law um, 
Republicans in Georgia have sped a sweeping elections bill into law on Thursday, making it the first presidential battle round to impose new voting restrictions following um, Joe Biden's victory in the state. So the law imposes new voter identification requirements for absentee ballots. It empowers the state officials to take over local election boards. It limits the use of ballot drop boxes and it makes it a crime a crime mm-hmm. to approach voters in a line to give them food and water. As you guys wow. know, vert- voter suppression is way more prevalent in the South than it is up here. There are there were lines, um, you know, astronomical lines in the last election um, in Georgia and other Southern states. Um, Democratic State Senate Jen Jordan says it's like the Christmas tree of goodies for voter suppression. Um, so, like I said, it's really crazy how we're so progressive on one end, uh-huh. and then there's this very blatant voter suppression right. uh, law that has been just passed in Georgia. Um, what else? I have one more story. I thought I had one more story. Let me see. Maybe I don't. One second. No, like you good. I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking about like for it to be a crime to walk up to <laughs> a voter in a line to give them food and water. Like like you already know how long voting lines have yeah. been just because of the current state that our country is in mm-hmm. and people will be standing in line for hours to vote and mm-hmm. Somebody can't even pass out food and water just to help encourage the people to stay in line and cast their vote and Mm -hmm. not leave. Like, that is just you rigging an election yourself. You know what I'm saying? But you want to accuse somebody else of doing it. Right. Um, My last story um, is pretty cool. So, the Maryland governor has signed a $577 million HBCU funding legislation into law. Um, Larry Hogan on Wednesday signed legislation that sets aside 577 M's for Maryland's HBCUs. Um, This becomes a law after over 15 years of court battles, protests, and political fighting. Um, The alleged uh, HBCU schools were put at a disadvantage compared to predominantly white institutions. This law is going to lead to a settlement of that lawsuit and guarantee that $577 million in additional funding for the schools over the course of a decade. Um, I think that's pretty cool, right? Um, Hopefully that encourages more students to actually attend these schools so that they do get the funding and they do stay in existence. Um, one day I think on the show we should have a conversation about HBCUs and PWIs and not the typical HBCU versus PWI, but really getting into, um, the real deal holy feel of these HBCUs, right, and the politics behind them, Uh, you know, who they're actually named after, um, uh, nine times out of ten white people. Um, you know, it's, yes, it's the HBCU, mm-hmm. but look at who it's named mm-hmm. after. So Facts. I think it's really interesting to like have those kinds of conversations. Um, but yeah, shout out to um, Maryland and that funding going into black schools. That's all I have. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank bop, you. Bop, bop. That was good. That was good. Bop, bop, bop. I hope y'all wrote that down. Right. Look into what you gotta look into. Also, be conscious of how you talk to people, how you treat people, yeah. um, and just take things into perspective 
before you try to comment or uh, react, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's very really important. But we're going to go to the next segment. Um, we have a letter that um, we, we got. got a letter. So I don't we know uh, which letter, letter you guys picked because we had a couple of them. We just yeah, take a gander. Oh, Amber's raising her eyebrow at one of the letters. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. Me too. It's from Taking Aback in New York. Ooh. <laughs> Who's reading? Dear People's Podcast. Big fan of the show. Hopefully you guys can help. Mm, girl. Help. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 My husband and I have been close friends with a woman named, I'll call her Louise, Mm. for five years. Recently, she put Louise in quotes. Mm -hmm. Recently, we were all hanging out and Louise got very drunk and tried to massage lotion into my husband's hands. Mm. She also hugged him and wouldn't let go, although Mm. he put his hands at his side and his whole body stiffened. (laughs) My husband has expressed to me that these situations made him very uncomfortable and they do the same to me. We talked about letting Louise know, but he felt it would only make her feel awkward around us. It's been a month, and I can't seem to let it go. I don't want to text her, and I'm finding excuses to avoid her. Should I continue trying to let this go, or is a conversation in order? Sincerely, taken aback in New York. Mm. So she Um. um, is... So the girl's friend was massaging... The lotion, lotion into the man. Did he ask for lotion? I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, really know. Right. And then the girl hugged the man, but the, the man was like, this. right. And um, yeah, but she was. They said she was extremely drunk. Mm-hmm. And after that, makes an excuse, you know, because they say a drunk mind. Mm-hmm. Sober thoughts and actions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't wait too long to say something to her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it should have been like a next day conversation. Right. Um, mm-hmm. because it's been too long. Girl. It's been too long, and it's the girl was drunk, long. and she gonna be like, so you been feeling this way, and you ain't saying, yeah. right? You ain't say nothing to me. Now, um, I'll say if it happens again. You absolutely need to check her, um, but it's going to be kind of awkward bringing up a situation after this, you know, amount of time. Um, at least you know that your husband ain't, you know, yeah, whatever, wasn't, wasn't friendly about that, you know, um, and you just move on. Maybe you take some less time that you spend, y'all spend with her or, you know, I, I really think if you're going to say something, you should have been said it. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Right. You know, sometimes she could be speaking something or telling you something about your husband that you may not know. Mm. And she just got friend- friendly. Like, I can't even think that he would put his hand out there for you to at least massage right. it. Right. Because, right. like, if she's that drunk. Maybe that's something she's used to do. I'm making stuff up right now, but <laughs> you know that could have been something that she was used to doing, mm-hmm. and it just she just did it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she just did it, and she didn't hug him, 
And it's like, oh, girl. Now, obviously, hubby wasn't as lit. So, he's like, hold on, sis. Right. What's, what what's, what's going on? Um, we're not supposed to do it like we used right. to. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, it could be that as well. Yeah. Um, but I say at this point, I'm not going to tell you not to have the conversation because it's obviously bothering you. Yeah. Um, but just don't, you know, be prepared for what's to come out of that conversation. That's uh-huh. awesome. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Dear People's Podcast My brother who's No he lives Who lives uh, Yeah he lives a thousand miles away And um, he's thinking of moving back to our hometown To be around family and start over I love him uh, He's not a bad person But he was a terrible father uh, He's now a widower And he suffers from depression uh, The problem is Some of his children and adult grandchildren Plan to move with him Now these Children in quotes, uh-huh. um, and their children are ready uh-huh. felons, uh-huh. ex cons, uh-huh. drug addicts, okay. alcoholics, and thieves. Oh, wow! wow. How many All kids of them. is it? Right, my brother is none of those things. I am willing to welcome him, but my husband and I want nothing to do with his kids or his grandkids. I don't trust them to be in my house. There's no way we'll welcome them into our family or do whatever it is they expect of us to start a new life. I don't think it's our responsibility. My children, who are their cousins, want nothing to do with them either. How do I handle this? Sincerely, standing firm in Iowa. She sounds like she's from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I mean, look. You ain't got to be close with, them pe- with the other people. Mm-hmm. Now, if your brother... Brings up to you if y'all have had a conversation to where he's like, you know, I really want you to, you know, I want to want to merge your families and let them get to know their family. Da, da, da. Then you need to have a conversation with your brother mm-hmm. about how much involvement um, his, y'all families will have with each other initially. Right. Um, you know, I don't like to judge people. And just, you know, say, you know, these are who they are, yeah. ex-cons, com, you know, like, you don't know them, you know, how people are trying to live their life. They probably trying to move to have a better life or to be in a better environment. And, you know, that doesn't mean that you should just categorize them as bad people and that you wouldn't associate, you shouldn't associate with them. Mm-hmm. However, it's your prerogative. You do whatever you want. Um, that's just me. I will try to give somebody a chance, you know, proceed with caution, but, um, you know, I wouldn't just shun somebody because of what I know about Mm -hmm. them. Um, I would get to know them for myself, but yeah, you need to have a conversation with your brother. Like, that's my question. Like, have y'all even talked about y'all's involvement with each other and merging families? If not, then I'll, how, you know, he want to bring his family up there to be around you. You know, he just want to maybe him get back around his family and close to other people. But but his kids and grandkids, he just want to put them in a better environment. Right. So. I'm sorry. These thieves and ex-cons and felons. <laughs> but, you know, with I, I, I get that aspect. But writing, writing a letter and listening to it, uh, I feel like you're being very judgmental. Because mm-hmm. first things first, you said you love your, your brother. 
So mm-hmm. were you trying to smooth us over to make it seem like, oh yeah, I love right. my brother and and, and I, I love him. <laughs> but look, this is what he comes with. Mm-hmm. Just like Asia said, maybe he probably want to change the environment for them um, from what they are used to. And yes, they may have been ex-cons, felons, and thieves and whatever. But what made them that way? Like, it, that, like certain environments, you may be persuaded <laughs> to be certain ways, but like, yo, you gotta be, you gotta be very open because by you being judgmental to them, what makes you think that they not gonna do that again in this environment? Mm-hmm. It takes a community, it takes a village to raise children, and it's by adults. Well, these is an adult. How they gonna be felons and they kids? These is adults. Oh, but the grand, uh, well, the grandkids too. Is these. <laughs> Damn it, babies, baby kids. Oh, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. well, hide your kids, hide your good. <laughs> How's your good china? If you had a barbecue, feed them with uh, with with um, styrofoam and, pl- and, mm. and plastic forks. Mm-hmm. Everybody they, outside. Don't nobody go in the house. Uh huh. Or a party when when mm-hmm. the bathrooms. Okay, well, um, it still takes a village, but you know, be very <laughs> be very mindful of what you do and what you say because you never know. Um, people who have a past and regardless of their past, they don't like to be judged by it. This is why we have a present and a future. So at least at least allow them to be new people around you and then let some of your positivity be around you and be around them and, and, and get your children to see it too. Mm-hmm. Because if your children as are as stuck up as you may seem, like yo, they may need to loosen up a little bit. Amber says she is not. Uh uh-uh, uh, they cannot come up here. Absolutely. <laughs> they can't come up not. here. Yeah. I, I, I let, let me tell you, we, and I'm not going to hold you, I have had family that my parents have kept me away from. Um, and it wasn't until, well, it was, it's more like my, my, my sister's family. Um, mm-hmm. From my from my stepfather's side, like my stepfather has kept us away from them. But at the end of the day, like it didn't really bother me too much because I just never knew them. But for my sisters, I know that they had to go back on their own in their adulthood to get to know their cousins right. and stuff like that. Like, and that kind of sucks because it's just like you know that side of it was a little rough. And granted, the parents, you know, people did this, this, and that. But like, you know, then you just never know the the interactions and the relationships that you miss out on by purposely just saying like, oh no, they be doing this over there, you can't go over there. Right. And then when the kids come adults and they see their cousin in the street and don't even know them because they never seen them before, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm glad it's good now that my sister are good for my sisters, um, that they actually started to form relationships with, with and them. they and they close and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about tonight? Mm-hmm. We can go ahead and get into these final <laughs> thoughts. Mm. I think we we chat we we um chatted enough um right today we gave y'all a lot of tea gave y'all a lot of news um sh- oh we sh- shed a little tea too like um I said tea already all right mm-hmm. it's time to get up out of here y'all got final thoughts yes um, I have mine 
I can go first if you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I probably said this before, but if I didn't, it's new. Um, directions are so much more important than speed. Some are going nowhere too fast. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if you guys are in the car and you feel like you have a destination, you may not, you may probably be in the same place. So, right. slow down and like refocus yourself. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Um, don't be a sponge. Mm. When in the presence of others, remind yourself you are not a sponge. Even if you feel, sense, or know what others are feeling, thinking, or trying to do, refuse to absorb their energy. Instead, observe what you observe. Mm. Don't be taking in people's negative shit. Don't be taking in people's gossip or, you know, people's bad vibes. Don't take it in. Just observe what you observe. Breathe, stretch, good. let it go. That is a fact. Um, My final thought is to... Just be like the Energizer Bunny and mm. keep going and going and going and going mm. because every day, you know, you're going to be faced with something. Life gives you twists and turns. Um, shit happens, literally. Um, and you just got to keep going and um, believe, like, the, believe in yourself. Know that you are going to be okay and keep it the fuck pushing, beloved. Pushing. And with that, I leave you guys. We leave you guys with the 85th episode of the People's Podcast. It's been our pleasure. We'll uh, talk to you guys later. See you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. See you next week.